Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Six months ago, Russia invaded Ukraine. What Moscow thought would be a quick operation to seize control has turned into a deadly, protracted war. The U.S. has responded with sanctions and billions of dollars of weaponry, but with inflation here at home and no end in sight to the war, NPR's Jackie Northam explores a question. Should the U.S. still care about the outcome in Ukraine? The searing images and reports of atrocities in Ukraine in the early days of the war sparked outrage in the U.S. and a demand that the Biden administration take action. In March, the Chicago Council on Global Affairs took a poll which found Americans strongly in favor of U.S. support for Ukraine. It took another poll earlier this month. Actually, what we found was that support is pretty solid still. It hasn't changed too much since last March. Dina Smelt is a senior fellow at the Chicago Council and the author of the report. She says about 2,000 people from across the U.S. were polled. At least 70 percent support continuing a range of economic and military assistance to Ukraine, short of sending troops. We found that when we put it in terms of American households, that they might have to pay higher gas and food prices um, if we continue to assist Ukraine, they said we should stick with Ukraine for as long as it takes, rather than urge them to seize some territory to create a ceasefire. Smelt says many felt Russia's invasion was morally wrong, and nearly three-quarters backed increasing American military aid to Ukraine. The U.S. has already supplied or promised roughly $13 billion of security assistance. Peter Rao, a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute, says the money spent is little compared to what's at stake in Ukraine. I think the prosperity in the U.S. is directly connected to peace in Europe. The transatlantic economy is the largest in the world. It's about $1.5 trillion in annual trade. Rao says to that end, the U.S. needs to be part of the coalition to push back Russia. To put it in more practical terms... Think of the Mercedes plant outside of Tuscaloosa or BMW near Spartanburg, South Carolina. Those exports and investments sustain millions of jobs, and they really do depend on the U.S.-led order reigning supreme in Europe. George Beebe, with the Quincy Institute for Responsible Statecraft, agrees the U.S. can't allow Russia to take Ukraine by force. But he questions how long Congress will want to keep pumping billions of dollars into a war that at the moment neither side is winning nor losing. The United States can't provide economic and military aid to Ukraine for years and years to come. Over time, people are going to be questioning whether we might be better served by finding some sort of exit from all of this. Bibi, who was a longtime Russia specialist at the CIA, says the U.S. hasn't seriously grappled with how it wants the war in Ukraine to end. It could continue military support with no end in sight. Or, he says, the U.S. may have to set its sights on something more realistic than a win-lose situation, Ukrainian neutrality. The Ukrainians obviously have given that more serious considerations than we have. So if it's something that the Ukrainians are willing to consider, I think it's something that the United States needs to be willing to consider. But U.S. diplomacy so far is aimed at strengthening Ukraine's hand in the war and rallying countries to do the same. U.S. officials say if they thought Russia was serious about diplomacy, 
the U.S. would help facilitate talks if Ukraine agrees. Jackie Northam, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Homes.com. The right agent can make or break your home search. That's why Homes.com provides an agent directory that details each agent's experience so you can find the right one and ultimately the right home. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. On Wildcard, the new podcast from NPR, you'll hear people like comedian Jenny Slate reflect on their lives. What is something you think about very differently today than you did 10 years ago? Dressing. Like, not salad dressing. I've always loved it and I'll never stop. Dressing my body. That's all part of the new game show, Wildcard, only from NPR. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.